Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Sergio Garcia. And today we are going to take it further. We are going to talk about from BC to BCE and from AD to CE. What the heck does that mean? Before we do that, let me go ahead and explain calendars to you. Then after that, I will go ahead and explain BCE to you. All right, let's get started. Let's begin by talking about three important calendars. The first one I will be talking about is the Roman calendar. After that, I will talk about the Julian calendar. And lastly, the current one that we have now, the Gregorian calendar. The first calendar we will be acknowledging is the Roman calendar. It is the ancestor of our modern calendar. Some of its features are still in use today. The Roman calendar is the time reckoning system that was used in ancient Rome. However, because the calendar was reformed and adjusted countless times over the centuries, the term essentially denotes a series of evolving calendar systems whose structures are partly unknown and vary quite a bit. Here we focus mainly on the calendar used in the Roman Republic, which was used from 509 BC. BCE to 27 BCE, also known as the Republican calendar. It is the earliest calendar system from Rome for which we have historical evidence. It was used until 45 BCE when it was replaced by another calendar. It is believed that the original Roman calendar was a lunar calendar that followed the phases of the moon. This basic structure was preserved through the centuries, which is the reason why we use months today. According to tradition, Romulus, the legendary first king of Rome, oversaw an overhaul of the Roman calendar system around 738 BCE. The resulting calendar, whose structure borrowed heavily from the ancient Greek calendar system, had only 10 months, with March being the first month of the year. The winter season was not assigned to any month, so the year only lasted 304 days with 61 days unaccounted for in the winter. This was done because there was a lot of inactivity during the winter. Following another calendar reform, which later Roman writers attributed to Romulus' successor, Numa Pompilius, the Republican calendar was instituted. To account for the days of winter between the years, two additional months were introduced, January and February. This meant that some of the month names no longer agreed with their position in the calendar. For example, September means the seventh month, but it was now the ninth month of the year, an inconsistency that was preserved and is still part of the calendar we use today. A common year was now divided into 12 months of different lengths, 4 full months with 31 days, 7 hollow months with 29 days, and 1 month with 28 days. When Julius Caesar became Pontifex Maximus, he ordered a calendar reform and resulted in the implementation of a new calendar in 45 BCE, the direct predecessor of today's calendar. Before we continue, Let's pause to ask a phone question, and I will have my daughter ask you. Do you know what is the longest year in human history? Look up the answer and post in the comment of the Instagram page of the podcast. Let's continue with the show. We continue with the second calendar, which is the Julian calendar, which was introduced by Julius Caesar in 45 BCE and replaced the Roman calendar. The Julian calendar's predecessor, the Roman calendar, was a very complicated lunar calendar based on the moon phases. It required a group of people to decide when days should be added or removed in order to keep the calendar in sync with the astronomical seasons marked by equinoxes and solstices. In order to create a more standard calendar, Julius Caesar consulted an Alexandrian astronomer named Sosigenes and created 
a more regulated civil calendar, a solar calendar based entirely on Earth's revolutions around the sun, also called a tropical year. It takes our planet on average approximately 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 45 seconds to complete one full orbit around the sun. This is about 365.242189 days. A coming year in the Julian calendar has 365 days divided into 12 months. In this calendar, every four years is a leap year, with a leap day added to the month of February. At the time, February was the last month of the year and the leap day was February 24th. However, leap years were not observed in the first years after the reform due to a counting error. In the first years of the Julian calendar's existence until 12 CE, every third year was a leap year due to a calculation error. The Julian calendar's formula to calculate leap years produced a leap year every four years. This is way too often and eventually the Julian calendar and important religious holidays like Easter were several days out of sync with the fixed dates for astronomical events like equinoxes and solstices. An equinox is when theoretically the days and nights are equal. Solstices mark the longest and shortest days of the year. The introduction of today's calendar allowed for the realignment with events like the vernal equinox and winter solstice. The solution to this error was to replace the Julian calendar with today's calendar which is called the Gregorian calendar. Although the Gregorian calendar has become the international civil calendar, the Julian calendar was still used by some countries into the early 1900s. Some Orthodox churches still use it today to calculate the dates of movable feasts such as the Orthodox Church in Russia. Others who still use the Julian calendar include the Berber people of North Africa and on Mount Athos. The calendar was used throughout the Roman Empire and by various Christian churches. And lastly, we will talk about the calendar that we use today. Originally, the official Christian calendar, today's Gregorian calendar is a civil calendar. It is used for non-religious administration around the world. As of 2021, the Gregorian calendar has been adopted by 168 countries as their official calendar. Only five countries have not adopted the Gregorian calendar. Afghanistan, Iran, Ethiopia, Eritrea, and Nepal. The Gregorian calendar was first adopted in Italy, Poland, Portugal, and Spain in 1582. It is a solar calendar based on a 365-day common year divided into 12 months of irregular lengths. 11 of the months have either 30 or 31 days, while the second month, February, has only 28 days during the common year. However, near every four years is a leap year when one extra day is added to February, making the leap year in the Gregorian calendar 366 days long. The days of the year in the Gregorian calendar are divided into seven-day weeks and the weeks are numbered 1 to 52 or 53. The international standard is to start the week on Monday. However, several countries, including the U.S. and Canada, count Sunday as the first day of the week. Let's pause the show with another fun question from my daughter. Do you know the origin of April Fool's Day? Look up the answer and post the answer on the Instagram page of the podcast under this question. Let's continue with the show. We are now headed towards the end of the show and we're about to answer two whys. Why are some dates shown with CE or BC or BCE or AD? We have been discussing calendars. Now let's talk about BCE and CE. Many people use letters CE and BCE when talking about year numbers. What do they mean and how do they relate to traditional AD and BC? The letters CE or BCE in conjunction with the year mean after or before year one. There is no year zero. CE is an abbreviation for common era. It means the same as AD. 
Anno Domini and represents the time from year one and onward. BCE is short for Before Common Era. It can be used instead of BC, Before Christ, and stands for the time before year one. CE and BCE are used in exactly the same way as traditional abbreviations AD and BC. Because AD and BC hold religious connotations, many prefer to use the more modern and neutral CE and BCE to indicate if a year is before or after year one. Anno Domini is Latin and translates as in the year of the Lord. Common Era or CE has been used for centuries. The Anno Domini year numbering system was introduced by a Christian monk named Dionysius Exigus in the 6th century. The year count starts with year 1 in the Gregorian calendar. This is supposed to be the birth of Jesus. The expression Common Era is also no new invention however. It has been in use for several hundred years. In English it is found in writings as early as 1708. In Latin the term Vulgaris Array was used interchangeably with Christian era as far back as the 1600s. What is relatively new is that more and more countries and their educational institutions have officially replaced the traditional abbreviations AD, BC with CE, BCE. A year listed without letters is always common era, starting from year one. Adding CE or BC after a year is only necessary if there is no room for misunderstanding. For example, in texts where years both before and after year one are mentioned. Our second why is, why did humans come up with calendars in the first place? One possible reason humans came up with calendars is because of farming. As soon as humans settled down and became farmers, they needed to plan their crops and their harvest. A calendar that tells you precisely when seasons start and end helps you to optimize your crops and the yield of your fields. Another reason is religion. To celebrate religious rituals and festivals with some regularity, you need fixed points in time. One way was to follow natural cycles like the moon's phases or the annual flooding of a river delta. The last reason is power. Whoever understands and can predict a coming flood, monsoon, or the place where Sirius appears in the night sky gains power in their society. It looks as though that person controls nature as a sage, a shaman, or more directly as a chieftain or a tribe leader. Interested in how math is connected to the calendar? There is an article in the website Engaging Math Circles that will give you more insight into this. And with that, we have come to the end of this show. The main resource for this episode was the website timeanddate.com. It is a good website to find out about calendars, time zones, and information regarding time. Until next time on this show, Why Math?